0: For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7pm.
1: And it is my pleasure now to welcome back the Chabalalas. We started it last week and we want to finish it so that we make sure that we didn't sell you a dummy last week when we spoke about their tournament and fantastic two promotions. I hear John Chabalala and Mr. Elias Chabalala. Good evening, gentlemen.
2: Good evening to you, Tabiso, and good evening to the listeners. Good evening, Tabiso, and to your listeners.
1: John, uh, I'm going to start with you. I mean, we spoke highly of the tournament last week. Your first tournament has fantastic two uh, promotions. We were all looking forward to it. I wasn't able to attend, but did everything go according to plan for you? Are you happy with with what transpired?
3: Um, Tabiso, it's unbelievable what happened on Sunday. Um, I think the unexpected uh, happened. We really didn't uh, think that will run that tournament so so mm-hmm. well i think we've overdone ourselves it mm. went so well um the professionalism mm-hmm. the people of Fogatema, they turned out in numbers um the 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 meshing of the boxers mm-hmm. uh, all the bouts uh, were so good that uh, people enjoyed
1: ah that is very very good to hear. i was about to ask is there one specific aspect that pleased you the most or are you happy with everything
3: combined i was happy with everything combined from when they show uh, the tournament was starting from outside, mm. whereby uh, we had our guests, uh, our sponsors, mm. they showed people of Guatemala what can be done in order to make the the tournament uh, um, uh, um, um, pleasing before they get into the hall. And then when we got into the hall, it was more exciting. Um, there were ladies that were fighting there. The pouts. yes, I remember. It was, it was excellent, so It was amazing. You know, I was developing so much. Uh, goosebumps in my body mm. you know watching the fight what was happening it was it was unbelievable and and how was the crowd attendance to the people of Kautama? did they gave you the support that you expected they gave us the support that we expected and they exceeded our expectation
1: you also mentioned last week that you were dedicating it to the fallen heroes simons kosana and temba zulu how did that go
3: you know um it was so so well that we even hosted uh, the wife of uh, Temba Zulu, oh. um, uh, w- just before the start of the main bout, the, the SA title, she was in the ring, she was so happy, we spoke to her, mm. and we, we promised her that uh, we are going to visit where she's staying. Uh, in order to do, to donate part of the proceedings.
1: That is awesome. And and what lessons do you take, John Chabalala, from your first tournament going forward?
3: Tabi, so we, we we are going to sit down to do a retrospect, preparing for the next tournament, which is in September. We are we are still to confirm the date. Um, the learnings. Uh, we did so many things that have been so, and 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 there are so many things that we will correct. Definitely, sure, going to the next show uh, tournament. Um, one of the things that um, I would highlight is the lights went off. Mm-hmm. So what we've learned is we'll make sure that uh, in our next tournament we've got a generator, ah. whereby we will not depend on um, any lights that are going off. Uh-huh. Fortunately, fortunately during during that uh, incident we we. we I think we looked like we had a generator. We, we, we are being honest. Mm-hmm. There was no generator. We are just fortunate that it took 10 minutes for mm-hmm. the lights to be off.
1: OK, and, yes. and, and and what does the future hold for Fantastic Two?
3: Tabiso, we've got big vision. Um, there's one bout that impressed me the most. Um, it was the main supporting bout, mm-hmm. over 10 rounds between Pumalile Kafu and Zolile Mea. Mm-hmm. Tabiso, that fight, I'm telling you, Cracker cracker
1: mm-hmm. i think
3: the boy the boy kafu mm. that boy will be a world champion okay him and um, and ayanda we will make sure that uh, the boys are reaching their full potential we'll will um build up the boys or help them to reach the, their potential we've got we've got big plans for them we're going to feature them again in in our next tournament
1: and uh, the other half of Fantastic 2 Boxing Promotions is also here Mr Elias Chabalala, Mr Fantastic. Uh, what is your scorecard of Sunday,
2: sir? <clears throat> hey, Tabis, uh, our <clears throat> I was never so excited uh, until Sunday. Um, you know, when we came, uh, there were people already in the hall uh, waiting for this exciting uh, tournament that we put together. Mm. And um, the first bout, I think it lasted one round or two rounds. One round. The one round, the guy got knocked out. That's where I saw that uh, the matchmaking, the matchmaking, was great. And uh, the whole tournament, from bout number one to bout number eight, Tabi saw it was fire. I'm told that
1: there was an emotional moment when Ayanda was crowned as the champion, uh, especially for the trainers, the Malingas who dedicated the the, the win to their late father. What can you share with us about that? Is that the correct information that I have?
2: Yes, it is. Um, You know, as you know, the Malingas, uh, 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 Peter and Patrick Mm. and Vusi, uh, the father, Jabu, was very very involved with them. He's the only man that trained his boys. So when this boy won the title, they they said to me, hey Ellis, we wish my father was here to see what we can do, what we capable of doing. You know, so it was a very emotional part. And
1: um, John mentioned who impressed him, uh, uh, especially the main supporting part. Did anyone
2: else uh, stand out for you on the day? You, You know, I would say, I would say, the, te- the main supporting bout, it, 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 it was number one, number two, it was Ayanda, number three, it was Smangele and, and to the, uh, uh, the girl from Eastern Cape. Mm. Those three bouts, they were very, very, very excellent. But the whole tournament, Tabi, it was unbelievable. I
1: will take your word for it. And I do see now that there was an article written by Mr. Bongani Makasela. And he also thinks that it was a fantastic tournament. And I'm told that SABC was also there. So we can expect to see some of the fights on the TKO boxing show.
2: 100%. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> now, the other reason we brought you here is to talk about your journey as a trainer. And I asked your brother at the end of the show last week if he thinks you get the respect that you deserve. But I want to find out from you, how do you look back at your work as a trainer? Hey,
2: Travis, <clears throat> you know, to be quite honest, um it 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 was a very very good journey for myself and um uh starting training uh the boxers and 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 working with uh, Nick Durant, uh Willie Tawil. Uh that's where I started uh, as an amateur. And um I fought amateur fights, mm. then then I had a big car accident, as you can see the scar here and the operation. Mm. So I had to stop, and then Willie said to me, "What are you gonna do now?" I said, "Well, I'm, I'll sit at home." He said, "No, you can't sit at home because you've got so much talent. You can come and help me." I said, "Hey Willie, you know, I, I, I don't want, I, I don't want to be involved with boxing because now my heart is broken because I wanted to become a professional fighter, but look what happened to me." Mm. So he, he spoke to me, and then he dragged me into it. Then I helped him in the gym. Then there comes, Nick Durant, come join us. Then we started um, seconding. Willita will training all the sugar boy malingas, the ginger shabalala, mm. the courage shabalala, the Joseph. Shab- you know, training my whole family. And then <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they were paying you. <laughs> so, so it was a, it was a, it was a journey, man. It was okay. a good journey. Then um, Willita will and Nick Durand separated which I don't remember the year, but maybe Tabisou can help me there because <laughs> my memory doesn't remember which year was it. Mm. Then I went with Nick Durant and all the stable uh, like Ginger, Joseph, and all the other boxers, Sugarboy, Malinga, yeah. we all left with Nick Durand. So we started a gym there by Pritchard Street, right? Mm. Pritchard yeah. Street, uh, that's where we started, me and Nick. Uh, Nick in, was, downtown Jobek. in downtown Joburg. In downtown Joburg. Yes. Then Nick was a manager. Then I was training the boxers. Then we trained, we trained, we produced champions. We fought people like Nigel Benn, We fought the Chris Eubank. with Sugar Boy Malinga. Mm. So, hey, you know the experience <clears throat> was good for me because, you know, when people they were talking about Nigel Benn. yeah, talking about uh, Chris Eubank, yeah at that time chris Eubank was right in front, of, in front of me right in front of we're me we're gonna get into that and he's actually been on our show by the
1: way uh chris eubank <laughs> and he remembers that fight very well yeah. uh, as well as his son chris eubank jr but you you mentioned Nick durant obviously who's no longer with us i mean what do you miss the most about nick or what, what what did you enjoy the most working with nick durant tabis
2: um you know i had the most most brilliant times with Nick Mm. and um, we both travel overseas Mm. and you know Nick was a funny man. Nick was a funny man who always wants to be on top of his game all the time (laughs) and you know he was hype, he was hyper. Mm. He was, Nick was everything and I remember when we went overseas, uh, I had a small room. Mm. I went to him, I said Nick, how can you tell the people to give me a small room? (laughs) <laughs> he said to me, "No, I didn't. I, I didn't give. I didn't tell them to to give you a small room. I said, but you've got a big room." He said, "No, I didn't. I didn't realize that yours is so small. You can come and sleep with me, but tell them to put two beds because I don't trust you." <laughs>
1: That is Nick Durand. That you. is Nick that for you. That is Nick <laughs> And and his son Damien has taken over now the legacy. He must have been
2: very young when you were at the gym. Yes. No. He was very young. I think when 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 I was working with Nick, Damien was maybe two years, three years, four mm. years old. And uh, what I see now, what Damien is doing for for since his father left, mm. I mean, he is. He keeps on producing champions like his father. Mm. He's working exactly what his father uh, used to uh, taught him how to work with boxers, and he's doing exactly that.
1: And did you think that he would continue? He would carry the baiton after the baton after Nick.
2: Yeah, no, definitely, because he was always with us in the gym. He was always with his father. And the
1: fights, he was carrying the belts <laughs>
2: all the time, all the time. You know, he was there. And Damien is a very, he's a very, very very nice guy Mm. uh, a guy that you can talk to anytime he will always answer his phone he will always invite you to come to see him at his gym so uh, we were talking about him yesterday me and fana and say some of uh, some of his fighters we are going to use them uh, in september
1: that is very good to hear and on that note let's actually get a word from uh, damien
4: I think the only real memory that stands out for me as a young boy is that uh, my dad and Elliot had produced Sugar Boy Malinga, and at that time he was 42 years old when he won the WBC world title, and I think it was a a massive accomplishment, not just for them, but for South African boxing, and uh, it's, it's shown how far my dad's career had gone in boxing, and how successful he was, and how far... Elias' career had gone as a trainer, and um, up until now, he recently made Butelezzi, uh, Butelezzi a champion, so uh, Gideon Butelezzi as IBO world champion, so Elias has always been a great trainer, and it's it's good to see him coming to boxing as a promoter to now grow the next generation of boxers. He's been through the years of boxing, and not many guys are able to make the transition from a trainer or manager on promoting. And it's nice that he's had his first successful show. And he's already motivated to get his second show on the road for September. And uh, we've discussed, and I'm going to bring one or two boys on the ball. And it's, it's, it's nice because we look back nearly 30 years ago, him and my dad working together. And now I'm working with him. Uh, Elias, keep up the great work. There's a handful of guys with years of experience in boxing. We need the experience in boxing. You were a great trainer. I want you to be a great promoter. I look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you for being a part of my father's career. And I wish you only only but greatness.
1: Great stuff from the trainer now, Damien Durant. I think you said exactly everything you've said.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, I had, a, I, had a, I had a great time with Nick. Uh, I had a great time with Nick and uh, you know all the good memories yeah. wherever we went, me and him it was it was exciting. It was now I will be involved with Nick's son, uh, uh-huh. which we have already discussed that uh, we're meeting and uh, he's gonna give me some of the boxes to promote in September. That is that is really good i want us to get to nigel ben because uh, uh you you
1: spoke about it and i think damien touched on it a little bit but but firstly talk to us about sugar boy malinga how good was sugar boy in your opinion and what made him so good because whenever they talk about the grace of south african boxers they always mention sugar boy malinga
2: yes um so. the, the sugar boy malinga was a special fighter was a special boxer who always believed in protecting yourself Defend yourself, you know, look good in the ring, be fit. And Sugar Boy Malinga used to be a hard, hard worker in mm. the team. That is why he was so good. That is why he was he, he was everything. And and, 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 and also uh, Sugar Boy Malinga was a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. Was a little bit older than Nick Durand. But I can assure you that Sugar never like say you younger than me, yeah. Nick. Mm. You younger than me. Whatever we taught him in the I gym, agree. he took it. He took it exactly that way, and it made him a, a, a special man. Because I still remember when I said to him, "Sugar, but you know, you don't have a strong right hand. Mm-hmm. Even if we can put a, a, a bag with a sand here, and then I say practice and hit that sand hard. You don't. You you don't have power." Mm. The only thing that I think it's good that you're doing is your shoulder thing and your jab. Mm. Your jab, no one in the world can avoid your jab. So let's stick to your jab. Each and every time we come to the gym, let's practice that jab to get better and better and better. And that is the punch that frustrated Chris Eubank. That mm. is the punch that frustrated Nigel Bain. The jab. Yeah sugar never had a good right hand mm. but the jab was incredible you can ask anyone the, the people can who I ask were, him also you can phone him and ask him he had a he had a, the most brilliant jab no one could stop that jab sugar boy malinga is that <laughs> correct your right hand was weak
1: Is <laughs> yes, here yeah. sugar boy malinga good evening
5: good evening <laughs> <laughs> They they are
2: gossiping about
1: you, sugar boy. (laughs) Elias Chabalala says you didn't have a right hand. Do you agree? I know he's lying. I
5: I have my right when I see the opportunity. But all the time I use my left.
1: So you were saving your right for the opportunity. Okay, stay with us. Stay with us, Sugar Boy. We want to get more of you here because we're talking about Sugar Boy versus Nigel Benn. I know we've invited you before, but we're getting a perspective from the trainer now, Elias Chabalala. Elias, talk to us about Sugar Ray and Nigel Benn 1. A lot of people felt he was robbed. What do you feel?
2: No, definitely. Um Nigel Bain has never beat sugar has never beaten sugar Bob Malenga. Mm. And I'm not saying that because I worked with sugar or I trained sugar. Sugar won the fight. Is the only problem is that sugar fought in Europe. Mm. And Nigel Ben was a, a wow somebody yeah. who they wanted him to to go and fight for bigger mm. things, mm. you know. Sugar coming from Africa, mm. but we all know that. Uh, Let's it, hope that's not Nigel it, Ben calling <laughs> you to dispute what you were saying. Uh, uh, sugar Boy Malinga Sugar Boy Malenga uh, 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 won that fight, uh. the first fight with Nigel Ben, and Sugar Boy won the second fight with Nigel Ben. So Nigel Ben never beaten sugar boy malinga in my personal opinion and i think it's not only me who's saying this everyone can tell you the very same thing even the 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 man who used to work with sugar boy malinga before me richard Lizazu, who's late may his soul rest in peace he will tell you the same thing so
1: that sugar boy that nigel Benn never beat sugar boy malinga is that what you are saying
2: I'm saying Nigel Benn has never beaten Sugar Boy Malinga. Sugar Boy Malinga was robbed the first fight and he corrected that in the in the in, in their second fight by beating and knocking down Nigel Benn to win the WBC
1: we're going to get into Nigel Ben Sugar Boy 2, after this break. If you've just joined us, we're talking to Mr. Elias Chavalala, Mr. Fantastic. You can call us 0891-104-207. It seems like our WhatsApp is down, so apologies for that. Let's use the studio number 0891-104-207, or you can SMS on 41391.
5: Leading Sport Stories of the Day
1: on SAFM. And we're still looking back at uh, Elias Chabalala's finest moments as moments as a trainer. Now we're talking about Nigel Ben and Sugar Boy Malinga too. And Mr. Sugar Boy Malinga is with us as you can hear. What was the plan now going into that fight, Mr. Chabalala? Uh, the second one, especially because as we said, everybody a lot of people felt that Sugar Boy was robbed uh, in the first fight.
2: You know, um I, I still remember when we were preparing for that fight and um, you know uh, I said to Sugar, Sugar, how do you feel about this fight? Sugar said, M'fo, he used to call me like that. Mm. He said, M'fo, you know what? I want to show the world that I didn't lose the first fight with mm. Nigel Ben. This time I'm going to knock him out. I said, Sugar, you know, it, it, there's no way that this man will beat you. And he never, even, he never beat you the last time. Uh, this time we're going to make sure that we come back with the belt. Sugar said to me, "Elas, I'm telling you now. When we get there, I am going to destroy that guy. Mm. I am going to destroy that guy. You know, you could see in the in the gym. Even when he was sparring, we we used to give him this. You know, these sparring op- op- opponent to spar with Sugar. Mm. Hey, Amen. Hey, you could see this man really wants to 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 to, to, to pay revenge. The revenge that they gave him. Mm. You know, the, 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 the how to put it. Um, the loss that yeah. was created by... It motivated the, him. It, but it, yes, it motivated him to show the people that he never lost that fight. And he did exactly that. Look what he did. He he he, 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 he dropped uh, Nigel Benn. Mm. And then he won on, the, on on points. And after the fight, Nigel Benn proposed the marriage. You saw that. After he got nailed, yes. Sugar, sugar, were
1: you hurt after that first defeat? Did it hurt you the way that you lost, and especially with many oh, people? No,
5: it didn't hit me. <laughs> uh. yeah. so, uh, at that fight, hey, in fact, I wanted to pay revenge because they robbed me at yes. the first fight when I fought him in Birmingham. Yes. So now, because of that, I just wanted to show the world that Nigel Bennett never beaten me. Mm. I am the best, and uh, <laughs> i i i wanted to show you because many many people, even our people here in South Africa, they thought uh, to fight Nigel band again is gonna is gonna destroy me mm. even my the people when I went there they say hey, they thought I'm all there he can do he can do whatever he he can do on, on to me, but uh, I told them. I'm going to bring my title back. Yes, and yeah. I did bring the title
1: back. And by the way, that was 1992, the first one. Nigel Benn and Sugar Boy Maling, and four years later, they had the second one. Now, as I said, we I watched this fight again today, as as well as the producers, and I want us, I want you to take us through some moments of this fight. Let's start with this clip from round three. That is you. <laughs> I need to run. <laughs> yeah.
2: What were you seeing? No, I, I, I was saying uh, he must pick up his right hand because this guy is, th- he, th- he wants to t- catch sugar with, with the left hook. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a good team. It was a good team. I must tell you mm. because if you look at it, he, that left, that dangerous left hook of Nigel Ben, mm. it didn't catch sugar uh-huh. at all, at all. You can watch the whole fight. No, we did. We've got another <laughs> clip from the last round. Let's see.
1: This is where the knockdown happened.
0: Nice counter uppercut he goes. Is it a slip? Oh it's a Four. knockdown It wow. is a knockdown Goodbye, ben says it's a slip And that may have sealed it A for Kalani Malinga Goodbye title That's sealed you know his what? fate Unless he knocks this guy out He has no way to win Ben comes back ferociously That was a slip It wasn't a knockdown But as far as I'm concerned It's irrelevant Malinga's getting the job done
2: that is, yes, that was not a slip. It wasn't a slip. <laughs> that it was not a slip. That was a punch. Uh-huh. That was a punch because we 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 checked it and checked it and che- that was a punch. Mm. You know the commentators, they were all from England. Yeah, they can say whatever they want to say. Mm. But that was not a slip. It was a proper punch. Mm. Go and check it again. What I saw <laughs> is that you really
1: battered Nigel Ben. I mean, his face was arranged. He rearranged. was no way. He his was eyes were swollen.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah, and sugar was clean, 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 yeah. clean,
1: clean. Yes. Sugar, while we still have you on the line, I mean, we're celebrating Elias Chabalala. What can you say to our listeners uh, and to us about this this trainer, this former trainer of yours and this man, Elias Chabalala?
5: Uh, You know, my brother, I can say Elias was a good man, especially he helped me a lot of hitting hitting the pet Mm. because he knows how to handle the pet. And I am. I was enjoying hitting the pet because each and every punch that I wanted to, throw, it catches me in the opponent because the way he was, he was using, he was, he was holding pad. Thank you. That sir. I enjoyed <laughs> doing hitting pad with with Elias. Thank you. Sir. So he helped me a by all those punches that I was catching Nigel Brand with it. It mm. because of. The way he was he he was handling pet when he when when I he wanted me to do that. Thank Even the, the combinations. Mm. I can do anything because he 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 is good in pet. I'm telling you he's good in that. Great thank stuff.
1: You. Sugar, thank you very much uh, for joining this conversation. And clearly the stories align here. No one is fooling who. Because sometimes when you speak to boxers and they lose, ah, they always say, no, we didn't lose. Every fight I didn't lose, I was unlucky. <laughs> but I can tell the stories are all the same here. Let's go to the Eastern Cape. Mbasa has called us on 891 Mbasa, good evening, Mulwin. Good
0: job, sir. So
1: Fine you, sir
0: i'm also good sir uh, i'm actually driving from the northern cape going back home in Cape at mm. my wife is in cape, but i'm from the cape.
1: okay
0: great uh i going to comment first of all when are we are changing <laughs> why are you showing sure that now you guys are posting about that name? <laughs>
1: <laughs> straight, straight talk breaks no french
0: here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh basically uh, what i wanted to say is who could tell the work that he has done, I, I don't know him, uh, but listening to your show as I'm driving, the work that he has done is extraordinary. And from 1992, basically the fight when the fight was uh, between the two gentlemen, I can I can see that he's been on the sport, I mean, for more than 20 years. I mean, that's still years. going strong. And, and starting to benefit as well from the sport uh, in an enormous way. And I want to wish him very well is future as promoter and uh yeah man i enjoy your show
1: great stuff Mbasa. thank you and thank, thank, you. thank you for contributing thank we're gonna you. take a quick break and i want to talk about dingantobela now everybody's favorite boxer <laughs> now let's talk about dingantobela Elias chabalala one of the big names that you also worked with and uh everybody obviously loves dingantobela but what kind of a person or a boxer
2: was he uh, when you worked with him how
1: do you describe uh, the rose?
2: Uh, Tabis, you know, um, Dingnan was painted with a lot of uh, negative, negativities of not liking to train and stuff <laughs> like that. But those things they were not there mm. because when I started working with him, um, he used to call me to say, "Listen, um, I, what time are we ca- going to the gym? Mm. Let's go to the. Have you organised the sparring partners to come and spar with me? Have you done this?" I used to go to Dingan's house at 4 o'clock in the morning to go and run with him. Mm. People used to say, he doesn't run. But <laughs> but with me, he never missed not one day. You can ask Dingan's wife, she will tell you. He never. You know, I was there. I, I was surprised. And I, I even said to him, Dingan, <laughs> oh, <Jim. laughs> oh, <Jim. laughs> Gandhi, what happened to you? He said, Hey man, coach, you know, people like to talk. You know, I, I don't know who's saying all these things. Uh, what have you seen to me? Mm. I ting- said, I mean, I'm happy what I see. And since we started, I see the hardworking Tingantovela, a person that wants to change his life. And yeah.
1: I, I, I just asked you when we took the break, I wanted to make sure of my information if you were in the corner when he, he won uh, the IBO welterweight title against Victor Baldomore, but he was not crowned because he was overweight. What happened now?
2: Um, yeah, um, that tournament was promoted by Blanco Malinkovic. Uh, we fought in Nazarek and Dingan couldn't make a weight because I remember exactly. Maybe I might be wrong. I think when we were preparing for that fight, he got sick uh it, by, by flu or something mm. and we couldn't train for a whole week or one and a half week and it was close to the fight and it was difficult for him to to go and run when he was sick and 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 tabi so you know uh boxers you can ask all boxers how they make the how they make their weights mm. it's by running mm. if you're not running if you're not doing any road work it will be very difficult for you to 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 maintain the weight the yeah. only way to maintain that weight is to go and do the road work in the morning so it was very difficult for Dingan to to go and do the road work and i even uh phone branco and told branco and say hey this guy is not well man branco mm. this guy is not branco said no try by everything so that we can get closer to the weight and see what we're gonna do you why know? why did he
1: move up a decision a division to fight swan borders
2: you know some boxers they moved. Was it, it super
1: middleweight when he moved? When he yeah. w-
2: he was a welterweight and then he went to super middle. Yeah. Um I think th- the reason why he wanted to 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 go to super middle. He saw the opportunity to fight uh, soon and have a beating of soon Brothers, mm. And he knew that if he can become a super middle and he wins the South African title, he will one day get an opportunity to go and fight those uh, 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 IBF champion, mm. WBC champion, WBA champion. And he saw the beating of those champions. That's where. That's when he said to me, "Listen, let's fight Soon Brothers. If mm. I beat Soon Brothers, which I'm going to beat Soon Brothers, I want to fight the bigger, the bigger guys." And, and
1: that paved uh, the way for Glenn Catley.
2: And that paved the way. Rodney said to me after we beat uh, 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 Soon Brothers, Rodney called me. He said, "Elias, I've got an opportunity for you." I mm. said, "What is the opportunity, Rodney?" Rodney said, "I want Dingan. Can Dingan fight Glenn Catley. I said, "Please." He said, no, 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 no. Title fight. uh, WBC, WBC. yes. Super middleweight. Super middleweight. (laughs) I said to him, Rodney, please. And Dinger knew nothing about it because Rodney called me first. Mm. So I said, Rodney, please give us that fight. He said, no. Why do you want? Tell me the reason why do you want that fight. I said, because we will beat Len Catley. I saw how he won the fight. He's not a boxer with uh, style that can beat Dinger. Rodney said, no, Elas. you know what? Let me try, but I'm not promising you. Let me try. And you
1: beat him in the last round. With a knockout, what can you tell us about that fight?
2: It was very emotional. Uh, going to the last round, which is round twelve, uh-huh. and this, uh, this are uh, the words came out of my mouth. I said to Dingan uh, at the beginning of twelfth round, I said, Dingan, you've done very well. Let me tell you, you are ahead on points. And was it really uh, ahead? Can I answer <laughs> you that? He's uh, not listening. Uh, don't worry. Uh, no, no, no. I know. I know. Uh, 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 I said to him, you, you are ahead on points, uh-huh. right? So it, it, we don't know because we have neutral judges here. So this is what you must do for me. Just go out there and give everything that you have that is left in you. Just go and throw any anything you have. Even if you get caught and you get knocked out, people of South Africa, they will see that you really wanted this fight by all means. And what happened? and caught the guy and he knocked the guy out. Okay.
1: We've we watched the fight again. We've got a clip again. Tell us what was going through here.
0: And oh, it's all Katelyn now. Katelyn's a strong finish. Now he's going to finish. Now the Kingman. 54 oh. seconds left here. Tabela. A beautiful. what a beautiful shot. But Tabela. Well, get this in his bad way. He's in a bad way. He's a, he He's in a bad way. Incredible stuff, Nick. Tabela can finish this one. Ketney is out on his feet. I think he has to go down. He's going to go down. Incredible stuff. He's out on his feet. What a finish to this fight. He has to go down. Out on his feet. He's finished. He's gone. He's going down. He's gone down.
1: What was incredible about this final round is that Dingan also went down, <laughs> he,
2: <laughs> and he came back. You know what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I cried or something happened to me. I, I didn't even. I didn't even know what was happening in my mind because uh. we worked hard for that fight. We worked very. Dingan worked hard for. The, I mean, he made the weight easy for that mm. fight. He so it. We worked hard. You know, there were a lot of distractions. You know, media was writing him off, Mm. radios and TVs. Everybody was writing him off. People used to phone me and say, but Elas, you know, you, you are a big dreamer. Mm. You are a big dreamer they call me a misty dreamer mm. I was not Mr Fantastic I was Mr, <laughs> Mr. Dreamer <laughs> yeah Mr Dreamer and the it, dreams came alive and the dream and ca- came dreams alive. came uh, yes then uh, I said to them you know what guys i uh, this guy is not finished you know i'm going to prove something to you i don't want to make myself the best coach but uh. i always wanted to in in my career i always wanted to to to, to be ahead and a step ahead uh. uh from other group that are chasing me or that are criticizing me
1: you want to set the standard
2: yeah i want i wanted to set the standard so with dingan it was it 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 it, it, it he knows it, it, it was tabis you know after winning that fight uh. um my wife can tell you i i couldn't sleep uh. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Everybody was gone. I couldn't sleep because everything came back—that how we started when we negotiated the, the contract with Rodney, and, and how the,
1: you were written off,
2: and how we were written off, and there were no media in the gym coming to because they said Dingan is old. Actually, on that note, let's hear from Dingan. Yeah,
5: in the gym is always excellent. you there? We'll be able to help you. You know, go through the motion, pads, this and that and they will monitor you. You will be waking up in the morning with you to go and run, you know. Make you run and, you know, that helps you to condition yourself. I remember one great moment uh, when we were in, in Canada, you know, in the United States in Canada. Eh, uh, El used to take us to a place <laughs> called Maharaj. the the was because it was Who uh, is the Siyalala, name? So you will make sure that uh, he takes you through that and he will monitor you, which you've got a trainer like him, which is, is, is
1: putting you on track. Uh, you didn't want the gun to eat a buffet <laughs> no, not, not at all, <laughs> like not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately we are out of time We didn't even touch on Kesha's Baloy Because I know you, you guided him to the WBU title I think he was the first Black World Champion Winning a WBU yes. Super Featherweight title yes. You've done some fantastic work with Gideon Butelezi yes. uh, too But we have to leave it there I think we might even have a part 3 here Because I have to get your thoughts on the state On the quality of trainers at the moment Especially with everything that's happening between trainers And I know there are also fights now of boxers being stolen or or being uh, groomed by one trainer but being taken by another now when they made name for themselves so i think we're going to have another conversation in the near future with ls chablala but we just wanted to bring you back say, and just give you the respect that you deserve
2: thank you very thank you. much Gwen. Um, I mean, uh, thank you thank you
1: thank you very much we'll be back again then uh, tomorrow uh, but our time is up right now the as song as is up next but first it's time for news